0: You're listening to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast from Clear Creek Community Church, located in the Bay
1: Area of Houston. All right, well, welcome to the Clear Creek Podcast. Uh, My name is Tiffany Havaducci, and I'm here with Kay Poor and Denise Ward. Thank you for joining me, ladies. Sure. Yeah, so we have kind of been in this Marriage Matters series, and we have Mother's Day coming up, and so I want to just talk a little bit today about how those two things kind of uh, coincide in the Mm -hmm. different stages of motherhood and marriage within that. So, um, yeah, well, first, thank you for being here. Um, so first just give us a little bit of wisdom about how to invest in your marriage when your kids are still at home and life is busy. I mean, I have two elementary age kids right now and we're in like the end of the year Mm -hmm. party marathon and it feels like going from like party to sport to something else. And so how in the, the busyness of this season can we still, invest in our marriages.
0: So maybe even a step back before you have kids, invest in your marriage Mm -hmm. um, and get to know each other well and enjoy each other and do things that you're going to want to do later and you don't have time because you have kids. (laughs) So lay a good foundation, I think, when you begin. Um, Faith, for me, was a really big part of that. Um, And to have that, and if there's joint activities, which... David and I never really have. I tried to play golf with him, but, you know, <laughs> everybody always told us you need to have a recreation that you enjoy doing together, and we have never quite figured that out. Same. Um, same. Yeah.
1: <laughs> same, because my husband beats me at all the sports we yes. try to play. Like,
0: yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've tried to play tennis, and Dave just ends up throwing balls at me to see, I mean, <laughs> see if you can hit this, you know. But, yeah, uh, yeah I think just uh, when you have, if you have the opportunity to have some years before you start having kids, just to really enjoy being with each other. And uh, play, I think play is very important, um, especially for for our husbands, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't want to speak in generalities, uh, but—and then, you have anything to say about that?
2: Well, yeah, Greg and I were married seven years before we had our first child. We had three years of miscarriages, Mm. and um, so we had a lot of time to get to know each other. And we met when he was, I was 16, he was 19 at a rock concert. Mm -hmm. So we've grown up together. We've gone through $1 to $2, you know, Mm -hmm. together. And um, so we knew we wanted kids, but we knew that they were temporary, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling her earlier, I did the math, we'll be married 42 years in June. Wow. And we've been 24 of those years with no one in our nest, mm-hmm. and I, we plan on being married for another forty years. So you know, yeah. if you look at it that way, it's like, you know, you you're gifted these children, mm-hmm. and you do the best you can with them, and you love them, but you love. Your marriage, mm-hmm. uh, not, not above them, but I think if you give your, you love your kids if you have a secure marriage. Yes. Yeah, if you have a secure home, mm-hmm. then that's loving your kids. Mm-hmm. And Greg and I were always team poor. Like it was yeah. always like us against them. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. like yep. mm-hmm. we we tried never to um, correct each other in front of them. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're a unit here, and mm-hmm. we, we we love you intensely, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm picking him Mm -hmm. and he's picking me, Mm -hmm. but together we're going to, you know, give you what we can and what God has given us the ability to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it, it worked out. So when they left, it wasn't as traumatic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was traumatic, sure, but it wasn't life-changing. Like, like she said, playing Greg, there were years when Greg and I are opposites in mm-hmm. every single bloody way <laughs> that you could be opposite. But that's what I think is great because yeah. it's like God uses, he uses that. I wouldn't want to be without, I wouldn't want to be married to somebody like me because that would be gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just uses our oppositeness. Um, sorry, sorry, I back, I went all way. I think it was hard for us to find things to do together cuz we like different things like she said mm-hmm. so he likes the fish i don't like the fish all mm-hmm. so we had some years where we ran together we did uh, races and we you know we did marathons yeah. and all the things and that was really a sweet time mm-hmm. yeah. um, but we didn't we always we raised our kids away from family so we didn't have a lot of babysitting mm-hmm. hours to go mm-hmm. spend with just having date nights so we would carve out time like at night mm-hmm. and we would sit and talk about our day or talk about the kids. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. anyway, I was telling Kay, I was raised with this gift. I think I have three sisters, so four girls and my mom would always tell us, I love you girls, but he's my guy mm-hmm. and he's going to be here when y'all are gone. Mm-hmm. And so just from a really early age, it was just expected. And I love the, the, Thinking through, I only had chicks in my nest for a little while, and my time with my husband is going to be a lot longer before and after. And so that's just a great concept. Dave and I always said we're raising our kids to leave us, Mm -hmm. and we've said that in front of them. It's like, that's our goal. That's Mm -hmm. our job as a parent, is to um, hopefully lay a really good foundation of faith and um, help them know how to handle a checkbook and, you know, do—well, they don't have checkbooks anymore, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, and so they're prepared to leave, you know, mm-hmm. and so I think just having that always in the back of our mind of, yes, mm-hmm. it was traumatic, but it's the right thing. We, mm-hmm. We're here to equip them right. and uh, not idolize them and not, they're not my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very important, but they're not my whole life. So well, also, uh, I think when you, when your kids are your idol,
2: um, then you're kind of raising kind of rotten people Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Greg and I always talked about like, I didn't want to raise a princess. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to raise a prince because no one really likes princesses. Mm -hmm. They're hard to get along with. Mm -hmm. They have a hard time being a roommate with somebody if I'm the princess. Mm -hmm. So it was like making it all about your kids. Isn't good for them.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Like like as people, it's like they're going to be a partner Mm -hmm. someday. And so Mm -hmm. you kind of have to look at that. I'm raising a wife i 'm raising a a husband mm-hmm. and so I want to model that in any way I can, but making it all about you and your schedule and your wants and needs
1: it 's not a good thing really mm-hmm. in the long run yeah, I think that 's really wise advice and I think um it's it 's really good to hear about having that perspective actually you i mean God willing, you have more years with your husband as a couple really than you do in the yeah. parenting years, right if we 're hopefully going to live a long life together yes. then You really are going to have more years, just the two of you, than you are with your kids. And that's a good perspective because whenever you have young kids and you're kind of in the thick of it, what is that saying? You have uh, long long days but short years, right? right? And so sometimes in the day it does feel like it's Mm all-consuming and it it kind of like – drags on a little bit, right? So do you have any advice or or wisdom about how to prevent making your marriage solely about your kids? Kind of like you were talking about, yeah. like making them your idol, but what about within your marriage that it seems like all you talk about is your kids, you know?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this may not be exactly what you're asking, but, um, so I was, had a career And it required a whole lot out of me. And we really weren't planning to have kids. And praise the Lord, he knew different than I did. And then all of a sudden, we have two little kids at home. um, And we both had jobs. We both really were crazy busy. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much I love Dave, at the end of the day, I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I felt like my job required a lot of travel sometimes. And um, I really felt like... I don't have anything left to give, mm-hmm. and um, and so that was probably the beginning of an awakening for me mm-hmm. to realize, okay, so we've got to adjust some things here. Mm-hmm. Um, but so sometimes I think you really have to just take some honest stock of um, because even I would tell you I always try to make Dave first, but he didn't always feel that. Mm-hmm. He felt a lot of times that the kids came first. But when you're the mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times in just the day-to-day moment by moment thing, they do come first Mm because they have to. They're They're the ones, yeah, Mm -hmm. they're dependent. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think no matter how hard I tried that, I didn't always do well with it. But so we had to make some changes. Yes, there is. (laughs) You know, yeah. And there's Mm -hmm. forgiveness, and there's uh, life after it, and you just make changes and move on. So again, I'm not sure that was. I mean, answered a different question. That's
1: really good. So yeah, do you have anything no. to add? Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's totally okay. Yeah. she did good. Yeah. So, what about um along those lines were there any mistakes that you learned from? Um mm-hmm. so because kids can be all consuming. I mean, my husband and I just had date night and e- even there it was hard not to talk about them, right? Like yes. we're going to have this time for us and then you end up talking about your kids too. Okay. Um but w- were there anything was there anything that maybe If you had to give, uh, someone like me advice that has, you know, young kids that are kind of all consuming, what are maybe some, like if, um, not to fall into this ditch or that ditch, what are some red flags that maybe we could, we could avoid and kind of course correct in that way? I think
2: just from what I see now, I mean, it's been a while since I've had kids, little kids, um... Is I feel like we we get them involved in so many things that oh, we yeah. fill up their time. Mm-hmm. We we sign them up for everything because we think that's the best thing for them, and I think that is good for them for certain things. Mm-hmm. But I think um, you're you're the master of your schedule mm-hmm. and your family schedule. Mm-hmm. So looking ahead and carving out, well, you know, we can do this, this, and this but as a family unit what's the best for all of us?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So our marriage is in there too. Mm-hmm. So is it a good balance to um, just have things and time? Yes. doesn't always happen. Like uh, Greg and I would always do like um, recaps or we would like, okay, so now we're in this season and this has been going on for a while, and we're doing Mm -hmm. this good and this bad. Mm -hmm. And we'd have to like, okay, we need to change some things. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen in the next five years? So how can we plan to not all of a sudden you're sitting there with this schedule going, there's no time for anyone, Mm -hmm. not even myself, not even, are the the kids doing well? Mm -hmm. Are we having family dinners together? Do we, you know, so it's like, you have to always plot out the next couple years, I Mm -hmm. think, to like, keep yourself from getting in the middle of something where you're just like, we can't talk to each other. We can't. Mm-hmm. No margin. The kids are t- exhausted, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so it's just keeping, like, like I said, Greg and I, our, our big thing was we wanted to be together as a family.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that was, you know, our kids didn't do a lot of activities because they didn't want to. They, they were, had great neighborhood and had kids they wanted us to play.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we tried, like we tried soccer. We tried different <laughs> things. and They're like, meh. We're mm-hmm. okay, so it, it was okay for us. But other people, I think, struggle with keeping their kids busy, and then they also find their their friend group mm-hmm. in that and those activities. Mm-hmm. So I think it's yeah. good to have your friend group stay your friend group, your community stay your community,
1: mm-hmm. and then you can kind of go out and then come back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense? Yes, that that's really good advice because I think sometimes it happens almost automatically. You know, you like you said, you sign up your kid for sports, and then And then there happens to be a travel season and then a summer season and it just keeps on stacking and stacking. And I think it's really, really wise to intentionally put in some margin there for your family and your marriage. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm writing notes. (laughs) I'm going to listen back and (laughs) take all of this into account. I
0: think your kids need to see your relationship with your husband. Dave and I are not fighters. And so Mm. I always said my kids had horrible conflict resolution skills because they never saw us do that. Mm. Um, out loud and, uh, and funny, both of my kids handle things very different ones, very out loud. And the other one was very quiet and, uh, didn't raise his voice much, but, um, so, but I think they also need to see you being, um, uh, careful with each other and affectionate mm-hmm. with each other and I mean, my mom and dad were always my dad was a real huggy kind of guy, and uh Dave is not <laughs> I don't think his family barely shook hands, but he's learned to be he's mm-hmm. learned that touch is important, and I think, as you know your spouse um it's good to let your kids see that mm-hmm. you know that um he's my only guy, you know um i don't know, so I think that is. I think they need to see us ask forgiveness for things. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the we made so many mistakes, but I feel like we had such good Christian community around us. Um, we had some couples in our lives that we could look up to. I had, couple women that I would consider spiritual moms. And I remember one day telling this one lady that Bill had told a story about something. And she said, Denise, it's a lie. You need to call sin, sin, Mm -hmm. you know? And so just having people like that in Mm -hmm. your life or this same woman used to tell young women, marry a man you want to spend a lot of time in bed with. And I remember the first time I was like, wait, is that what you really just said? You know, and she goes, yep. You know? <laughs> so I think just having the right community, having good mm-hmm. people that you can trust. And mm-hmm. you know, like I, I always tell people, I'm so grateful that when I found out I was pregnant and I wasn't planning on being, that I had good voices in mm-hmm. my head. And um, uh, that just makes me crazy, but... Um, so, I just uh yes, we made lots of mistakes hopefully we we tried to course correct quickly mm-hmm. and together I mean, you gotta go to gotta go to each other and ask forgiveness and evaluate It's a great way to say that evaluate ever so often how are we doing mm-hmm. uh what is this how's the schedule feel? you know uh if your kids start acting out, you should look at your marriage first mm-hmm. because something's going on there. Possibly, mm-hmm. Something's going on there that, uh, you, you know, they need to feel comfortable and safe. Uh, I know uh, Kay said that, that I remember Bill came in. He was older. He was a probably a junior in high school. And a friend of his parents were talking about splitting up. Mm-hmm. And he was just in this big funk. And I'm like, what's going on with you? And he said, you know, so-and-so's parents have... Or talking about getting divorced. And I said, Bill, you know, dad and I will never do that. Mm. And you could just see this Mm. release of, okay. Mm -hmm. So a secure home, Mm -hmm. loving your spouse is the best thing you do for your kids. Just, Mm -hmm. they need to see that. (laughs) (laughs) They need to see that he's first Mm -hmm. in our lives. And, um, they're very important, very precious, but
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think that's also a really wise perspective, especially having community there, not only to kind of help course correct, like you said, but um, to point out the ways that you're what you're modeling for good or not mm-hmm. and make improvements. Yeah, I think that's really, really wise advice. Um, so let's fast forward a little bit um, because... I think something that isn't talked often um, among women is is what moms go through as your nest empties. Mm-hmm. And um, I, my own mom has talked to me about this a little bit, and she said it's kind of like going from, like, the coach's position to now you're in the bleachers. And you're watching, and That's true. You're, your kids are making their decisions, and so you don't have a direct voice, but you're yeah. still in the stands, turn them on, and right. maybe, yes. you know, the impact of your voice might be a little different. But so talk to us about that. How did... Um, uh, your kids leaving the house, how did that affect your marriage? Did it change your marriage? Mm. What was what was that like?
0: Just one quick thought, and then you, you're brilliant. You can talk. But <laughs> when Meredith went to college, uh, I remember looking at Dave and Bill saying, okay, you guys got to talk to me. Our, <laughs> our noise just left. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so that was a big deal for mm. me when she left. And she left, she went, you know, 11 hours away. And mm-hmm. so I wouldn't get to see her very often. But um, so that was a big deal. I needed... Uh, I needed communication. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. so. so true. And I, I told Greg, I need my silly because <laughs> our daughter, um, thankfully, met her husband early, got married at 19. She graduated early in mm-hmm. December and was married by that November. Wow. I sat at my dining room table one day, and her cap and gown were hanging in the dining room, and her um, graduation invitations no, no, no. Her wedding invitations <laughs> mm-hmm. were on the table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, she's leaving. <laughs> yeah. Like she's leaving. I have no, um, and she moved to Louisiana. I had mm-hmm. no time to mm-hmm. process that. She's coming home for a little season. She's going back for, mm-hmm. she was marrying someone and he mm-hmm. was now in, in the role that yes. he should be in, mm-hmm. not us. And so I remember that was struggled. Sure. But um she was my target girl. We would you know mm-hmm. we she's silly. She's hilarious. We would just spend so much time laughing. At, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. get choked up. <laughs> but it was that so when she left and my son was in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. he so he was already gone. Mm-hmm. And so it was quiet and mm-hmm. I did not do well with that. And so yeah. Greg and I chit-chatted a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I said, I need silly and Mm -hmm. you are not silly. And I don't expect you to be silly. I don't want you to be silly. Mm -hmm. I, I love you for you, but Mm -hmm. I need silly, like dumb, dumb stuff. That's Mm -hmm. what I I like. Mm -hmm. So I have silly friends. Mm -hmm. I have friends I can be silly and laugh and just, it doesn't matter, but I have friends I can be serious with. Same, Mm -hmm. same people Mm -hmm. on the subject of friends. I think you, choose your friends who are going to push you toward your family. Yes. Mm. Push you toward your marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not pull you away, not. Mm-hmm. So I have I have every one of my close close friends, she's like, mm-hmm. "He is your number one."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so girls' nights they come after I've talked to Greg and you know, mm-hmm. or <laughs> he's going to go fishing. I'm like, "Girls' night, yeah. I'm free." You know, yeah. it's just um so I had to make the switch from my, my daughter kind of being my mm-hmm. person to then finding friends who felt filled that role, but didn't try to I didn't want to expect that from Greg. That's something. Right. Like you, he yeah. can't be your all in all. Yes. He can't mm-hmm. be your everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so God put, you know, pray for God to bring those people into your yes. life that mm-hmm. don't drain him, mm-hmm. that you don't drain him expecting all these things right. to mm-hmm. be a girlfriend. Greg cannot be a girlfriend. Right.
1: Yeah. That's great so advice. So
0: important. So important. There was a group of women in our neighborhood when marriage, they, our kids were pretty young, but they would walk in the morning together. Mm-hmm. One by one, they divorced her husbands. Mm. Oh, wow. It was so, and so to have people that are upholding your marriage, mm-hmm. helping you heal those hurts. You know mm-hmm. what I, mean? I mean, marriage isn't easy. And no. so things are going to happen. and You need people in your life that are for it. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, yeah. And not like... Um, you watch what you say to your friends about your, your
2: husband. Sure, yeah. You watch who you talk about your husband mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, my mom always said she was she's like, I could be a safe place because I love mm-hmm. Greg probably more than you do. <laughs> she thought he was pretty awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, so I have to watch that sometimes because, mm-hmm. you know, your friends are, are your friends and they're mm-hmm. not his friend. Right. Maybe. And so they're going to hear your, your side and say, yeah. and say yeah. uh-huh. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's disgusting. You mm-hmm. need to yeah. get rid of that boy. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. And because you're over it the next day. But they're still like,
0: mm-hmm. "What a jerk!" Yeah, he's really a jerk. Some things uh-huh. you just take to the Lord. You that's just right, it. yeah. You just don't. You just don't. You don't share
2: all that stuff with your, yeah. with your friends. I think. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. That's that's very true. Very good advice. Yeah. Sorry, this is not about friendship, but that's okay. It, it, for it, women, I, I think, especially empty nest, you start going like, yeah. where, 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 yes. where, who? Yeah.
0: And it is a very real struggle. Yeah. I, the, I'm in small group with a lady right now that, uh, when we first, when I first got to know her, she was just all about her kids and very devoted. Not, mm-hmm. a, she didn't idolize them, but very, very much a part of, of their life. She, she did a lot of the PTA school mm-hmm. stuff and right. all that stuff, uh, sports and in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. But Now they're starting to go to college and finish college. And it's been really a blast to watch her open her hands when she would verbally tell you four years ago, I am scared to death at this Mm -hmm. time. What happens? Who will I be? And so right now she's asking the Lord that. Mm -hmm. what do you have for me now? Mm -hmm. And, um, because it is scary when you've really your biggest role, your most time consuming role anyway, has been parenting. Mm -hmm. And now you don't have that role anymore. Mm -hmm. I love your mother's analogy though. You're now in the bleachers Mm -hmm. and you get to cheer them on Mm -hmm. and, you know, be their, be their cheerleader. Sometimes their advisor, but, um, just to get to watch that, but it is frightening for Mm -hmm. some women, especially if that's Really, all they have, mm-hmm. um, and it's easy so. for your
1: kids to become your identity. I think, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. So I could see why that would be hard. What, what do you think is the biggest challenge about um, having your kids leave the nest and sort of like readjusting your marriage after mm-hmm. that happens? What, what's the hard part?
2: <laughs> well, this may not answer that question, but um, earlier we talked about. Um, I wish I had known about menopause and perimenopause because mm-hmm. it's about that general time when women start experiencing that stuff. And I feel like that's, when I look back on it, I see things that um, probably were hormonal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that, you know, I wish I would have known more about that. So yeah. um, just being aware of what's fact mm-hmm. and what's, emotion, and yes. hormones, mm-hmm. you know, because I think a lot of, you see a lot of divorces happen when kids go away to college. And I always wonder like, how was she doing? Was she, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> was she just gone crazy for a little while there? <laughs> you know, would she regret that?
1: But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's something I never would have even thought about coinciding really at the same time, right? I mean, really yeah. you're, a lot of women are kind of going through that at the same time that their nest is emptying. And so it's sort of hard to decipher and discern what's, what's, uh, my, my emotion about my kids leaving and what is also my body changing. Yeah. And, right. that's, and your
2: identity is changing yes. in a female way too. Yes. You know,
0: yes,
1: it's like, a, as a mom, as a wife, it's so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Yeah and I think like having that that strong support group of friends too might help. You know, it, having yes. those those godly wise women kind of helping you through that season would probably be helpful too, I yeah. imagine.
2: Well, in fact, I was talking to some really close friends about oh well, like 6 months ago and they're younger than me. So I was kind of like, "Girls, you need to think about this." <laughs> da, 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 da. And then I said, "I remember I went through this time where I felt like I was crazy. And two of my really close friends were like, oh, girl, yeah, you were crazy. <laughs> you were. You were crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you're not supposed to validate that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> are you supposed to tell me that then? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah like, do something about it. But I don't yeah. think they even knew
2: they yeah. were. Because I was trying to warn them about like, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah. Yeah, they validated I was, I was kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> I also think, though, when your kids are launching, it's really kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's it's sad. Your my house is quieter, um, and Dave and I do. You have more time with your spouse, you know. Mm-hmm. So you've got to know. Well, how do we use this time? You know, I don't want to just be just stare at each other. We don't watch <laughs> a lot of TV. Uh, Dave used to be a really big reader, you know that kind of stuff. So you got to know how to still have fun and do things together. Um, but it's also fun to watch them launch, mm-hmm. um, and to still be able to be in their lives or once their careers start. I mean, so there's a lot really left to look forward to. And then if grandkids happen, you know, that's good too. But um, so it doesn't have to be horrible. It's Mm -hmm. a great, it really is a fun thing. I've told people this is my favorite
2: season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's really my favorite season.
1: Yeah, you sort of embrace your role in the bleachers, mm-hmm. right? And then you just yes. get to cheer. Yeah, right. you get to you, just yeah. take
0: a big sigh of relief mm-hmm. of, I didn't kill them. Right. Yes. They are, you know, they didn't people kill that most people yes. like to be around. <laughs> yeah, we still speak yeah. We always say no jail time, you yes. know, so there may be were some close calls. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: marks some success. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so I don't think, you know, don't. I remember reading a book when my kids were little that said, don't be afraid of your teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, don't be afraid of the empty nest, you know, but do like we're saying here, prepare for it and know Mm -hmm. it's coming, but look forward to it. And, you know, there may be, uh, you now have the opportunity to travel some, or Mm -hmm. you may, you get to do the things you want to do because your weekends are freed Mm -hmm. up. You're not at a soccer tournament all weekend or, you know, and so, uh, I, I would say, look forward to it. Even when they're little, you're, uh preparing for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. What are some ways that you can connect after, after your kids have launched? So you're talking about traveling and I don't know, maybe some of those ways that you connected, if we could remember all the way before, right. You had them, but what are, what are some practical ways that, that couples that are now empty nesters can connect or reconnect after your, your kids have launched?
0: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because it it doesn't feel like there's a disconnect. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I don't feel like there's a need to reconnect. Sure. I think um, sometimes I can, you know, we can get kind of a little bored. It's like, but as we're not bored with each other, it's like, okay, what are we going to do? You Mm -hmm. know, Um, our life's a little different right now, but, uh, you know, so
1: I don't know. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've heard you talk about this throughout our conversation so far, so it might even just be the same ways that you've been connecting the whole time, right? Yeah, right. You find activities or you travel. Yeah. Or,
0: talk to each other. Yeah. Ask, how are you are doing? Yeah. Uh, how can I pray for you today? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lady in my small group that start, has started asking her husband that, and she talks about how it just blesses them of, oh, you're going to be thinking about me today kind mm-hmm. of deal, you know? So, um, and then, you know, I think any good friends, um. Yeah, I know we talk about small group all the time, but small groups are good, Mm -hmm. and it's good for, in my world, him to have one and me to have one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Couples groups are fine, Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, just have people in your life that, Mm -hmm. uh, because I can't be everything for him either, and he can't be, I don't expect him to be everything for me, like Kay said.
2: Well, and I think, too, like, I was asking Greg some of these questions, and um, he reminded me that when we lived in St. Louis, and he was in the corporate world, that my kids were in elementary school at the time, and so I would come and we'd have lunch together because mm. we didn't have family close by that could have babysitter. So you just mm-hmm. kind of be creative. We would go on runs together, or mm-hmm. um, and then now he's off on Fridays, so for 23 years mm-hmm. we tend to go to lunch on Fridays, mm-hmm. um, and that was that's kind of been our time to connect as like a couple, Chewies.
1: We know where to find you. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's great. So um, we we talked a little bit about whenever your kids uh, leave, if you've been proactively preparing for that, then maybe it's it's still, like you said, uh, a thing that you're going to go through. You're still going to feel it, but it may not be as difficult as it has to be if you've sort of been preparing for that. And so um, what would you say for the women who maybe – have found themselves, um, kind of their identity has been sort of caught up in their kids and now they're empty nesters. Like how do you kind of get your own identity back on track after, after that, that huge role has already come and gone, then how do you, you know, Reinforce your own identity. Yeah, a funny thought came to my mind is do not go to college with them.
0: Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> yes. I've heard of people calling professors on behalf of their children. Wow. Oh, Don't wow. do that. No, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, But, uh, you know, this this may sound hokey, but I really feel like God still has a purpose for you. Yes. You know, so ask Him. Yeah. Say, yes. what would you like, you know, how can you use me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just try a few things, maybe volunteer, uh, where's your heart's passion, you know, mm-hmm. of, uh, there's plenty of places here to volunteer and serve. And, um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of our partners that you can volunteer mm-hmm. with and just see where God might want to use you out in the world mm-hmm. to let people know him just in who you are, not necessarily what you, you know, yes. what you say or, um, but I believe that. I think, um, it's, you know, I was out of the corporate world for a while when I, I was in the computer world, and one day someone asked me to to serve here, and I, because I knew computers mm-hmm. and I was entering, you know, data input kind of stuff, and I'm like, "But that's how I got started here." Mm-hmm. And so it's just like just find find a place to serve mm-hmm. and uh, ask God where He might want to use you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also,
2: you can you know, um, for about well ten or twelve years. I had a small group of uh, young women who were out of, fresh out of college and had moved here, or were, you know, mm-hmm. were single and, um, I could be a mama to them, Yeah, you know, I could, so I mama, I mama them. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can mama anybody mm-hmm. really, you yes. have yes. the skills to yes. mama, mm-hmm. Yes. ask God to send you somebody who needs you because mm-hmm. there's plenty of, um, kids out there who, who are the mm-hmm. same age as your kids that, you know, maybe don't have a mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's
1: still there's still things for you to do. Yeah, yeah. 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 W- one question I have because I might not be the the typical mom that uh, cried when they sent their kids to kindergarten. I was the one that was like <laughs> shoving them out of the yeah. car door at the drop off line. I <clears throat> love you girls. Um, but was is there any piece of this emptiness? Season that's sort of a relief.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Can, can we talk about that?
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> because that's one of
1: Greg said. I said, yes. what do you think he is? It was a relief. And I'm like, well,
2: it's it maybe a male yeah. versus female right. response, right. Sure. too. But. There is, mm-hmm. and also you, there's like a little bit of pride because you're like, yeah, I like them. Yes. I like these people, right? Mm-hmm. That God gave me, and I just I want to spend time with them, and I miss them because I like them. Yes, yes, that's true. But there's true. a
0: relief too of just being like, I think I think they're going to be okay. I think, mm-hmm. and I didn't make any life-altering mistakes with them. Oh, you right. know, it's like <laughs> they've turned out to be good people, right. and mm-hmm. I love the people they married, and, mm-hmm. and now I love their children. You right. know, and so there is. I think there's huge huge, you know, yeah. It's like, man, we made it. We launched these kiddos and they are great. They are thriving. So yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's fun. And then you get to be in the bleachers Mm -hmm. and I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I love to cheer them on and, um, I'd love to say I'm the great advisor that they come to me for everything, but they don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have their own set of friends and they have some of my friends who they go to mm-hmm. and, <laughs> which is wonderful. Yeah. We want that. I mean, yeah. I I tell my daughter all the time, what you have is rare and mm-hmm. they know it, you know, that we have this group of friends who love them and care mm-hmm. for them. And so mm-hmm. you can create that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, and that's uh, what
2: I, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, she was one of the first friends of mine that I watched launch her kids. Mm -hmm. And so you can learn from those people and kind of like think about how you're going to react when your babies go, but um, they did such a good job with launching their babies Mm -hmm. and, you know, we all mourned when Meredith yeah. moved away mm-hmm. and Bill yeah. moved to, to Europe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Bill mm-hmm. went to
0: Sweden for a yeah. year. And I don't know, were you in my kitchen one Christmas? Yep. 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 <laughs> and he called in and yeah. we had several families there and everyone in the kitchen's crying. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Because I love him. Right. I mean, yeah. we used to, before our kids would do things like mission trips or going to college or something, we would gather as families and mm-hmm. pray for these kids, circle mm-hmm. up and we have pictures of it. They remember it. And so I would just encourage that for yeah. you. You shouldn't raise your children alone. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just build community that will help you do that and mm-hmm. help correct you and keep you on course and, um, then to help you launch them right. and, uh, and then bring them back. I mean, Meredith <laughs> never intended to move back to Lake City, and we are mm-hmm. so grateful she did. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes we are. Wow. But so. like you, um, we moved
2: here from Illinois mm-hmm. with no with yep. no family, right. and so they were our family, mm-hmm. and so their kids were our kids' cousins. Yeah, and so we we did life together mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they still do life together. Yeah, so find. Find your people mm-hmm. that you can yeah. walk through seasons with, even t- kids that are older, have people older than you or mm-hmm. younger, just, I don't know, you can gather as a, as mm-hmm. a gaggle. And, yes. and, and, and
0: that's so important. Yep. I mean, cause yeah. all of our kids have struggled through stuff. Sure. They did not have perfect lives mm-hmm. and we have prayed for them. Yes, We, we have, have prayed for each other's kids and uh, the kids know each other. They know their struggles. They, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's community. So, so yeah, when imp- yeah. your, your nest empties,
2: like, um, my Sarah and Susan Wesley's Micah were best friends mm-hmm. forever. So we, we launched them kind of together. To mm-hmm. Hers went to college. Um, but you just have someone else you can talk to about, mm-hmm.
1: you know, yeah all the little mundane things. Yeah. It it sounds like community really is a huge piece of all of this. And even if that changes, like right now, my husband and I love to do small group together because we have young kids and that's a chance for us to do that together and be studying the same thing at the same time. But I imagine when our nest empties, it might be nice to have I have a small group, and he has a yeah, small group. right per season, so, sure. Yes, right. and so even community can change and grow with you, yes. and yeah. and that's a beautiful gift yeah. in and of itself. So there's there's been a lot of great things, yeah. a lot of notes. I'm gonna re- rewatch this <laughs> and take it back. Um, good, but so how has your faith affected the way that you parent, and then also how has it affected the your? the way that you're married to your spouse. And maybe those are two separate Mm -hmm. questions we can talk about, but how, how, um, in this whole process, how has your faith affected the way that you parent? It's kind of a big
0: question. Kay kind of said this while ago, but, uh, I don't know who spoke this into my life at an early age that we just hold our kids with open hands. Mm. They are the Lord's and, um, Sometimes I had wished that he would give us an instruction manual that told us how he had wired them so we would know how to guide them. That sometimes is so tricky. Um I could but, use that right now. <laughs> yeah. Um I think that's probably more of our growth than it, you know, is for them. But um I think just remember they're his, hold them with open hands, but also to know that it's not our responsibility to get them where he wants them to go. The word says that he will fulfill the purpose Mm -hmm. for them. And so just to trust him in that. um, I know how much I've been forgiven. So it's easy for me to ask them for forgiveness Mm -hmm. when I mess up. And I still do have to do that. Um, But I think faith is just a core of who we are, Mm -hmm. you know, and I remember, um, When my kids were both in college, another couple asked us if they could come talk to Dave and I, because they were um, having some issues with one of their kiddos. And so we called both of them that day and we were like, okay, what do we say? What did Mm -hmm. we do right? What did we do wrong? Whatever. And both of them, each one of them said, you lived what you believed. Mm. And I thought, okay. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't get better than that, baby. And so that's, I think it's just faith was always a very big part of our home. And mm-hmm. uh, we always wanted home to be a safe place to pull them out of the world. Mm-hmm. But we always saw the world as a mission field. And I tell you, some of the stuff I hear that's going on now in schools, I'm not sure I could be as bold. But I mean, we were like, we were in the world with them. and uh, But home was always safe. And mm-hmm. um So I think that was purposeful. And -hmm. then we had older people in our lives, other people that their faith was an anchor for us too. You know, Mm -hmm. we could just, you know, not doing it alone Mm because we need to be reminded all the time that uh, these are his kids. He's Mm going to keep them. Um, So I don't know how I would have done it without faith.
2: Because I remember when I sent, there we go. Sorry. When I sent my oldest off to school and the school bus, you know, mm-hmm. drove away and Greg followed it behind the car. <laughs> um, but I just remember thinking, I'm sending my babies to the mm-hmm. wolves. Mm. That's how I felt. I felt mm-hmm. like I am sending my babies to the wolves. And um, I don't think I felt that way when they went off to college or, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. whatever, because it was kind of like, okay, you're good. <laughs> but um, I was on my knees mm-hmm. and I had a list of things I prayed for on my mirror. Yes. Because I was like, you have to protect these babies. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's what we, you know, we mm-hmm. right. we put our little wings around them. So
0: yeah, I used when to say off, we tell them to be kind and gentle, and then we throw them to the woods. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it was, it, that was
2: probably harder for me to send mm-hmm. my kids off to school because mm-hmm. I was
0: like, it's yeah. it's it's the real world out there, and they're just four and five. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think. Uh, We learn to pray for what you want to see in their lives, rather than always just hounding on the bad that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Just ask God to develop, you know, kindness, honesty. Uh, I used to always pray that my kids would love and respect us. Mm -hmm. And I now pray that for my grandkids, that they would love and respect their parents. Because if they do just those two things, um, their lives are going to be, yeah, a lot more solid. Um, and they'll know, they'll feel solid because they will know their parents are for them, you mm-hmm. know? And, right. um, so, but faith, I mean, we well, that's our biggest prayer for our kids too, mm-hmm. is that they would come to know the Lord at an early age. I remember when Bill was going away to Sweden, he went to a torchbearer school, so Bible school. And I was like, Bill, I just want to know you love the Lord. He's like, <laughs> I do love the Lord, mom, you know, but, um, yes. Yeah, and he came back just. We said sure and mature, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's great. It, that's a great gift mm-hmm. to have your kids. Uh, there's a. I have a verse on my office, and it's like there's no greater joy than knowing my kids walk in truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yancey said it one night in a sermon, and I was like, wait, wait, where's that verse? <laughs> you know. And so I'm probably misquoting it, but um, yeah, that's. I think it was. It was the biggest anchor for us, but it was also our biggest request for them is mm-hmm. that they would have faith. Cause that'll carry them through, um, when things don't look right, mm-hmm.
1: you can say God is still good. And, so yes, mm-hmm. that's so helpful. That's <laughs> yeah. really good. What about your marriage? How, how does your faith affect mm-hmm. your marriage too? Wow. It's everything too. I mean, mm-hmm. I just can't
2: imagine doing any, anything in life without mm-hmm. like, again, Greg and I, opposite ends of every spectrum. But we always said, we, we believe the same things. Mm-hmm. The, the main thing for both of us is our main thing together. Mm-hmm. So it's like faith, um, has kept us together regardless of whatever is happening, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in the day to day or, um, anyway, so it's just, yeah. we've always had a same belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just can't even imagine if like, I was one thing and he was another thing. That would mm-hmm. be awful.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're very blessed that both of us, our spouses are believers, Right? right. you know, and, and I think we, we kind of grew up together. You know, mm-hmm. I, um, Dave accepted Christ very early on and then just lived life. Um, I probably, I would think I was 28 when I actually had a great foundation, but actually gave my life to the Lord then. So, um, but then almost immediately, someone started discipling us. So we really did grow up together in mm. our faith. And uh, I remember one time Dave was talking to some men and they said, well, what does Denise think about that? And I thought, oh gosh, he's going to listen to me. I need to be careful. And I mm. think we were studying Genesis at the time. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be a Sarah. You know, I got to say the right thing. And um, so that even knowing that he listens to me makes me mm. try to stay close to the Lord so that what comes out of my mouth is... Mm -hmm. um, encouraging and, um, nurturing for him. Um, I love to serve my husband. It's not in a mousy kind of June Cleaver way, (laughs) but I really do. Uh, It's a, it's a comfortable place for me. And, Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that, that probably sounds so old fashioned, no, yeah. but I really do. Um, I enjoyed making a home. I, like I said, I was a career woman. I didn't know there was anything. D- I thought that's what we were supposed to do. And back then we were, and, um, I'm glad I had people in my life that said home's important. Um, I remember reading a book by Walt Hendrickson called Layman Look Up. God has a place for you. Mm-hmm. And one of the a line in there says, uh, You're the your children are your number one disciples. And that's what helped me reorient my life. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I am their disciple maker. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I am so grateful for faith because mm-hmm. it really, it is kind of a, Right. It's the building mm-hmm. blocks or the bumpers right. or whatever mm-hmm. for us. But uh, and Dave's always been a very grace filled guy. He always sees the good. I'm more critical mm-hmm. and um, so that's been a great balance. Uh, and when our kids were growing up, he would I'd be wigging out on something. He'd bite Denise, they've made good <laughs> decisions so far. They will continue making good decisions. So yes. mm-hmm. uh, he was he generally got to be good cop, and I was usually bad cop. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I can't imagine you as a Back up. <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah some of that was probably fear you know you just I remember well I remember one of Meredith's friends that I prayed for like crazy for salvation and really I was praying just that Meredith would be protected <laughs> yes. and this just, all these girls did come to faith we were talking mm-hmm. about them the other day so
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's scary when you let your kids out in the world but yes. you you want them to have an impact but you mm-hmm. want them to be safe too right. so yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I think that's really good advice to stay close to the Lord. I mean, even like like you said, it's it's sort of a different perspective whenever your your spouse is a believer, yeah. right? But even even those who's they're a wife of someone who isn't a believer, right. you staying close to the Lord cannot hurt that situation, right. right? Absolutely, right. That that's I think solid advice for anybody in any of yeah. those situations. Nice. So, well, I have so enjoyed this conversation. Every time that I've sat with either of you at any point, I always (laughs) leave thinking, that's a wise woman and she loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so just thank you very much for sitting down and having this conversation with Mm me. Um, I really think it's going to be helpful for a lot of people. And so thank you.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Thanks so much for joining us today.